the next thing it could be is it could be an EW or spoofing drone or something that um, mimics on their radar like an S-300. So basically the helicopters come up and meanwhile Ukraine's flying a crappy old little drone, but it's it's pulsing like a, a missile or something like that and they freak out because they have no idea what it is. Um, or it also could be, and it might be, this might be the most likely is you know, Ukrainian fighter aircraft, because the S-300 is there, they feel safer to uh, to, to pursue more Russian air targets. And um, and that's what's keeping them away. So any combination of those three things. But in, in any case, the effect is the same. And it's the yeah. appearance of the Ukrainian Air Force. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really heartening to know, especially the fact that they're making uh, cast sorties uh, over that area that's... Uh, it's always uh, good to get have continued uh, proof of life from the uh, Ukrainian Air Force. So, uh, I guess my second question. Uh, Wait, Adi, just a second. Yeah. Adrian, um, um, Adrian just had an excellent comment on Snake Island, saying that next time that uh, Water Report uh, signs an artillery shell, uh, the signature should be "I'd rather go to Snake Island." <laughs> <laughs> no, not, too bad. Free, not too bad now you're free to move on to your next question yeah so uh actually i i have a i do have a pet peeve i was gonna ask but then i i remember that uh last night there was a really good uh fundraising drive and uh some excellent piece of kit was uh that there was enough uh, funds to uh get an excellent piece of kit for, for Ukraine. And I was wondering, did you get, because I had to get to sleep, so did you uh, get confirmation that they have been had been able to buy said piece yes. of kit? Yes, the, the uh, Furies have been procured. Excellent. That's really, really good to know. Is, is there a piece about that in the, in the nest? Um, the maybe... I'm not sure. Maybe it was, and uh, the, the nest was too full. Uh, but the, yeah. the, definitely, yes. Um, so uh, the the Fury drones have been purchased. I have been told, uh, right, Axel? Um, and also, I would like to note that um, Gunny will be getting uh, the tattoo for sure. Uh, but <laughs> apparently, apparently, more still needs to be raised for Gunny's wife to also get a tattoo as well. So uh, mm. keep 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 those coming. Is uh is the summary of that I think. Okay, well I can I can yield the rest of my time if there's a queue forming up because no I've, no go I've go been... ahead with your second go ahead with your second point. Okay, I think it's this is probably the third or fourth already, but so uh, I guess this is this could be to you, Domen, or to you, Axel. I know I've taken this topic up many 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 times but uh it seems still seems a bit topical so has there been any developments concerning hungary and that uh really nice nato logistics space that uh we are unable to utilize at present to uh transport uh military aid to ukraine so to my knowledge there has been no developments maybe cj knows something more or axel but to my knowledge, there have been no changes, no developments. Um, Just the only thing I would say is, you know, there obviously it would be super helpful to ferry supplies. And to that end, it's not being used that way, which is very frustrating. But it's not like Hungary is stopping America from using it as an air base, among other things, unless I'm drastically mistaken, because there's a lot of service parts 
of maintenance teams and things like that there. And I, I don't think they're interfering with those type of operations against America because if Hungary really wants to mess with us, I guess they could try, but that, that would be funny. But um, but still, they're holding up so many things, even just by closing off their airspace. Like, I think that's even that's even more annoying than the airbase itself, just because these uh, yeah. sort of long circumnavigational fr- flights, you know, even if it's only an hour or two added on, you think that times, you know, uh, 50 flights a day for 100 days. I mean, that's an insane amount of lost in gas, fuel, and, you know, on the yeah. front, you know, dead Ukrainians who aren't getting the aid that they need, you know? Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous, right? Especially anything coming from uh, Romania or Bulgaria then has to fly south over, you know, not Serbia, basically, right? So over uh, Macedonian, Montenegro, to the, or, or Greece even, to then fly up the Adriatic and then over Croatia, Slovenia, wherever. Um, and then crosses Austria, which is not a NATO country, which doesn't protest against uh, aid to Ukraine flying over it uh, to then reach eventually Poland. It's a massive detour, right? If you're, if you're flying from uh, Romania to Zeshuv or Bulgaria to Zeshuv, you're, you're possibly doubling, maybe even more than doubling uh, trip time because of it. And that, that is just insane. Um, the, the base... Uh, simply put, uh, the the air base is just annoying that the air wing can't use its home base, right? I think that's that's an important thing to note. Um, it's it's very frustrating. There's no good reason for it whatsoever. Um, the political climate in Hungary is very odd. I was talking to a Hungarian a few weeks ago about this, and he's basically saying, you know, people who vote for Orban have completely forgotten 1956. It is not generally the residents of Budapest who who vote for Orban in the first place, the ones who might remember it more or whose you know parents might remember it for uh, might might remember nineteen fifty six or whose grandparents might remember nineteen fifty six uh, because it was largely concentrated in Budapest right uh, as was the previous round when Soviets were quote unquote liberating Budapest as well um and destroyed. Like half of the the Buddha castle among other in the process and all sorts of other parts of Budapest. Um, you can still see it in Budapest, right? You can see like, the whole, whole quarters of Budapest rebuilt uh, after the Second World War in the most awful, awful style uh, compared to, say, Central Warsaw, which has been painstakingly rebuilt bit, brick by brick uh, to basically reflect how Warsaw used to look before used to look like beforehand. Um, and yeah, in in that that that's where the government gets its support from, sort of uh, you know goulash voters, right? Voters who vote for Orban because once every few years he gives them a, a free lunch, literally, uh, at the party rally ahead of uh, ahead of the election. And yeah, that's that's the. It's it's very odd. It's very confusing. Um, say you know the Czechs never forgot 1968 in the slightest. Um, with the amount of money that the Czech civilians, you know, separate from the government, have raised for artillery and and the like for Ukraine, it's it's a, it's astounding, absolutely astounding. Um, whereas uh, Hungary seems to have completely forgotten events just twelve years prior, and that's very disheartening. Uh, and you know, being one of the countries that really should know better than to than to allow this, it's very odd. Yeah, could you imagine, Doman, or really for Axel, just to get his blood boiling, if Germany decided to not let NATO use Ramstein? I mean, it would be just almost insane to think about. I think you know exactly what the United States would do. I think Ramstein would stay open. That's what I'll say. 
Exactly. Yoda is connecting, but we can't get him on. That seems like purgatory. Maybe we should get uh, battle moves up here and do a couple of moose calls. No, it's the it's the Twitter connecting uh, fault. It's the same thing as before. He probably has to restart his uh, phone and do it again. Actually, should we uh, hear from Michael while we wait and then? Sure. Michael? Thank you. Uh, mic check. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Great. Uh, long time listener, first time speaker. Um, I was listening to Molly McEwen the other night. It was, she was quite fascinating. I had one question, but I didn't know how to use Twitter. So I'll, I'll ask it now because it was um, pertinent to a subject we were just talking about previously um, regarding the Russian civilian population. So there's an ongoing discussion in the last 10 years about um, civilian knowledge of what their government does in in war and this is regards to world war ii and so this is seven years after the fact this conversation is still happening so in regards to what's happening now in ukraine and russia i don't want to have this conversation 70 years from now or 50 years from now can we make a call on on that now do to what extent does the Russian population know what's going on and to what extent are they, are they therefore culpable? All right. So, hello. Hi. Hi. Sorry, we're just going to cut away from the question. And, uh, obviously, we have some updated news that uh, people have already heard about. Um, uh, so if, uh, if you can get somewhere uh, quiet, uh, if you want to listen to all of it, I have some obviously very sad news. Uh, um, last week we were made aware that uh, a close friend and contributor of the room, Roman Ratutni, had been killed in action uh, near Izium. Um, this uh, we waited uh, for a bunch of reasons, uh, but he was uh, he was the recce uh, platoon commander for uh, 93rd, and um, he'd been gracious enough to spend a lot of time speaking to us. Uh, and also speaking offline about a lot of things. So obviously, uh, Walter Report made everyone concerned. We uh, extend our condolences to his family and his friends. Uh, he died a hero uh, for Ukraine. Um, second, please. He died fighting the Russians um, in combat um, in uh, close quarters. Um, and uh, the day would have been the 8th to the 9th of June. Uh, we weren't sharing that information because there was uh, obviously uh, certain forensics and family had to be notified and all that stuff. Uh, but uh, it's a it's a huge loss. Uh, Roman was only 24 years of age, and in that time he had uh, lived the life uh, some people never live, uh, even if they make it to 100. Um, he was a young boy during Maidan, uh, and he uh, participated. In, uh, in in that revolution uh, to bring freedom and democracy and anti-corruption to his country. And he was a political uh, activist and environmentalist. Uh, 
before the war began and uh, the love of his country was uh, uh, second to none. His commitment to his people um, can't be can't be praised enough. He was a real hero for uh, for Ukrainians and all for all freedom loving peoples, people who put on a uniform and say, I'm going to defend my country and its values. Uh, I'm going to defend a piece of paper, a constitution, a principle, an idea, a value. Roman represented the best of any of us, really, not just Ukraine. But um, today and forevermore, he will be Ukraine's hero. Uh, he uh, not was he, not only was he a brave person; he was very intelligent. He was um, erudite. He was sophisticated, and he was the the father of future Ukrainian generations. Other people will have to carry on that torch for him. Um, but I want everyone in the room to know that he was a hero to us personally um, and his bravery and his confidence, his competence is truly a remarkable legacy uh, in his memory. So uh, I wanted to, we were, I know people have been messaging here and there and people have been talking and I, I know that everyone is aware of it now. Um, so Walter and I wanted to have this discussion um, at a later date uh, to share with people um, at a later time actually. Uh, unfortunately, he's he was up late, so this is not uh, we've not been able to uh, to get into that right now. Um, but we did want to clear the air. It has come out. Uh, there are news articles on him that are published um, already. Um, obviously, you can imagine retrieval of of, of uh, deceased persons from the front line is not an easy um, uh, task. Uh, forensic notifications, uh, all the legal. Uh, things that go with it, confirmation if war crimes are committed, uh, Russians are executing Ukrainians left, right, and center. Um, so these are all things. I won't get into any of that uh, right now, um, but uh, I will. Uh, I will uh, confirm that you know, as of nine uh, of June, uh, an evening, uh, Roman was killed in action. He's no longer with us. Uh, if anyone wants to go ahead and ask any questions or opine or discuss it, uh, out of respect for Roman, we're going to keep the conversation on him and his memory. Uh, while, uh, while uh, you know, maintaining the uh, decorum uh, of this room. Um, and uh, and we're going to keep the, the comments based on that. Uh, there will be no other topics or if there are any trolls or whatnot, we won't be entertaining any of that. So I don't know whose hand was up first. Uh, I'll go to Oliana, then CJ. The loss of Roman is a really huge loss in terms of First of all, of course, he was really young. He would mention just 24 years of age. And he was kind of, there's like so much potential uh, because as young Yehuda has mentioned that he took part uh, in the Revolution of Dignity back in 2013, 2014, when he was just 16, 17 years old. Then he was really an activist for for protective yard against kind of a, like illegal construction and like protecting, um, like protecting his base. So he was a real a real kind of patriot of his kind of of his country and his city. And also kind of there are so many people who acknowledge him as a great person and a real kind of driver for change. And it's kind of such an immense and irreplaceable loss of potential loss of kind of like pers a person who could have kind of been changing that country and whose life was so early and unfairly taking in like a combat of course 
like it's very admirable that he went straight away to the front line to like to defend his country and that kind of makes him even more admirable in eyes like of, of every of us but uh, nevertheless thinking that how how much more he could have achieved how much more he wanted to achieve than if like a real kind of like it's it, it's it's a really painful like notion and again uh, he was a contribu contributor to the space and like the whole idea that he's no longer here is uh really really sad yes it is and uh this is a person who uh yeah potential in spades he really was the type of person that um should he have survived this war he would have uh, been one of the future leaders of ukraine um i only take comfort in the fact that i am confident that his actions and his legacy and his intelligence and his um his complete integrity uh will inspire tens of thousands of ukrainian especially youth to uh pick up his torch and hold it high he held his high for a time but uh that wasn't in the cards um and he uh, is no longer with us. CJ, go ahead. Yeah, it's um, such an unfortunate loss. You know, everything that Uliana said. Um, the two things I would say, you know, you don't get to see people like that very often. And we're so, so lucky to have um, even gotten the chance to know him a little bit and speak to him because he brought such a clarity to our understanding. You know, even with a guy that only been in the military for 100 days, it was clear he was quite the expert, uh, and, you know, sort of because he had to be. And that distinction between someone who could so strongly nonviolently protest in 2014 and, and know when it was time to take up arms, I mean, that's that's what, in my opinion, is the hallmark of, of democracy and freedom, right? Sometimes you have to protest and sometimes you have to fight. And that incredible distinction shouldn't be lost on any of us. And what I'll say as well, you know, is in the last three to four days, we haven't talked too much about it for, for um, security reasons, but where he was fighting and his unit, they've had some unbelievable successes. His brigade had been pitted against a whole division, uh, Northwest Isium, and they've made incredible success, taking back land, threatening Isium, and threatening the whole northern flank of the Russian advance. Basically, uh, such a really extremely important job he was doing for the defense of all of Ukraine. And I think as the days go on, we'll get to hear a little bit more about that uh, once, it's, once they're all in a safer position. But he um, he died doing something that is, you know, un very unfortunately necessary for the defense of Ukraine. But he was, you know, his unit is successful in that end. So if, if we can take any comfort in that, I think we should. 100 percent. You know, just for clarity, um, this man was so intelligent and capable and competent that I'm sure that other people uh, were, were would have tried to pull him into uh, roles that were more suited for his capabilities, but he wouldn't have it. He, um, he, he, he insisted that, uh, you know, his blood is not any redder than anyone else's. And he would, he would, he would stay and he would go to where he needed to be and he would fight the Russians in, in his country. And so the fact that he would do that is something that is incredible. Um, um, this is, uh, this is a, a testament to his, his, um, you know, just like, stunning leadership uh why why would why should someone else fight for him he, he didn't have to be on the front line is what i'm trying to say he chose to be there he chose to fight on the front line of his country uh, this war 
just if if nothing for principle, and he could have been doing a lot of things. He could have been working at foreign affairs. He could have been working at SBU. He could have been working for Zelensky himself. You know, and they didn't even you know he, he didn't see eye to eye with a lot of politicians. He he fought for what he believed in before the war uh, with all of his heart and might. And when the war started, he fought for his country and politics meant nothing at that point. It was survival. Uh, this is an incredible human being. And I, 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 the clarity of his thought, CJ and I, you know, probably, you know, all jokes aside, he probably got more training book smart than me in the military. Uh, all his fancy stuff. I have a good amount. And yet when this guy got on Roman, we were on bated breath. We wanted to hear every word that came out of his mouth because it was so meaningful. What he said, the clarity, the, the explanation. You would think that he was in the military for 15 years. That's how he spoke. And he's in it for 100 days. 100 days. And he was talking like, I'm like I, I felt at ease, at comfort. Everything he said, I was picking up. I was like, wow, okay, that makes, wow, really? And that's just incredible. I mean, you don't just jump into a role like that. You know, you're not just... You know, you're not just thrown into it and ex- not just do well, live, succeed, um, but excel. And he's truly the best of the best. Uh, Ukraine lost a hero last week, um, but let's not make sure uh, that they lose a legacy. Let's actually amplify it. Let's keep doing what we're doing in this space. Let's keep pushing um, the, the values that, that he fought and died for, right? At the end of the day or in the end of the hour, we'll turn our phones off. We'll switch to a, you know, a work meeting, uh, but maybe we can pause throughout the day and just give a thought to Roman and, and his family, and 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 all of Ukraine. So uh, Slava Ukraini and uh, CJ. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Let's go to. Agreed. Um, let's go to Wings and then CJ. Um, yeah, Yehuda. Um, you, you said it all there. Uh, I'm not going to uh, be able to add anything to that. Um, he was a soldier. Uh, and those of you who have served know um, that there can be no greater uh, epitaph than that for us. Uh, I'm in a car park. I'm about to take a five-minute stroll down to a man called PK. And we're going to discuss designs. Um, and we're going to talk ink. And the name Roman, a doctor. And one more dog tag, but we'll have a yet-to-be-nominated female medic um, killed in action in Ukraine. Uh, and we'll get it squared away. If you can spare any money or simply retweet what I've got up on my um, Twitter page, um, share it on Facebook. If you contribute, just stick Gunny uh, or something like that on there, on the message label. Um, and we'll get some seriously good ink done. So that long after most people have forgotten uh, who Roman was every time I'm stopped in the street which I am about my um, other dog tags and someone says to me who was he I'll be able to talk about this fella and what he achieved in life thank you for that Gunny yeah um, definitely a, a hero and a soldier through and through CJ yeah it's so unfortunate that I have to go but Wings thank you for that what a fitting tribute to such a, a great person um, you know as Yehuda hinted at it, you know, when we heard him talk, he, he spoke about a lot of things about what Ukraine is doing and, and what they need. And, you know, he commented how the triple sevens were a little slow, but deadly accurate. But as he noted, and I can't stress this enough, you know, one of his last requests was a simple thing, high Mars and MLRS to Ukraine. 
because his, you know, in his 100 days of experience, he knew that would be the difference, right? He was thankful for Western aid, but knew that more was necessary to avoid more Ukrainians from dying. So just want to leave you with that. I mean, it was one of his last wishes I had heard, and I know it's possible. And I know the space will keep pushing all the aid possible to Ukraine. So we don't have any more uh, heroes that have to die. 100%. You know, um, now it's personal for everyone in the room. For those who didn't know any Ukrainians before, now you knew. I'm getting a lot of messages from people saying, you know, I remember him vividly. Uh, he was great. Um, I'll tell you, I said to him offline, I said, um, you know, I, I tell you to be safe, but you won't. And uh, it was a laugh, you know. Um, you can't be safe in a war. You have to do your job. And Roman did his job to the best of his ability. And uh, and he fought and died uh, in the most heroic way you can in defense of your country, your people, the children. He knew of the, the rapes and the genocide and the murder of Bucha European. And he, um, this guy ran straight into it. He ran straight into danger to save his country. One of the reasons we were waiting for to share this uh, is because um, we were we were, co- we were we were curating the tapes uh, of uh, of his interviews here, and we wanted to share it with the world. And uh, I've received just looking at the phone at least a dozen messages talking about that. We we it's not lost on us. We we know the value of it, and uh, and we will we will be. Um, you know, splicing and all that internet stuff, figuring out how to do it. And uh, we will be posting it. Walter, uh, it's a tough time. Uh, Walter and I have uh, been, you know, this has been upsetting uh, for about a week. Uh, and we, we just, you know, not that we're trying to hide it from anybody, but we want, we had to wait for the official notification. And we also wanted to try to do something nice for Roman, memorialize him in, in, in these things, um, in these recordings and keep it for the ages for posterity. Um, he didn't sound like a person knowing he was going to possibly die each day. And that, that's the thing that really impressed me about him because he wasn't in Lviv. He wasn't in Kiev. He was, he, he was out and about doing the business and uh, he knew any day could be his last, uh, cheerful, smart, prepared, um, fighting a righteous fight. And that's, that's the benefit of, of high morale when you're, when you're fighting the fight, because you have to, and you have every right to. Um, so we will do that. Thank you. Go ahead, Axel. Yeah, <clears throat> I'll try something. I don't know whether I can finish this, but I'll try it. This is from Eric Beers. It's from 2012. And it was what reminded me of Roman. <clears throat> This warrior's heart, deep inside, refuses to run, refuses to hide. This warrior's heart within my soul takes its stand, it knows its role. This warrior's heart I love so dear will not cower and I will not fear. This warrior's heart inside of me taught me that I will never flee. This warrior's heart I call my own is my heart, my soul, my bone. This warrior's heart, deep inside, is who I am. I will not hide. And that is what Roman's voice told us each and every time. Roman was a recce soldier. He was at the forefront. He was at the tip of the spear. 
He defended freedom and Ukraine. He stood for all of us. And this is how we will remember and will hear his voice. Thank you, Axel. The, uh, the recce component, the reconnaissance element unit uh, in a battle is, is the first to, to see the enemy, the first to be at risk of the enemy. The goal is not to become decisively engaged. The goal is to, to help shape and define the enemy and so that the battle can be won. However, when Iraqi is too close, uh, when they've gotten uh, exposed to the enemy, um, it's, it's one of the hardest jobs, is what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's for the best of the best. Uh, if you see someone in any military with it says Iraqi on a patch somewhere, R-E-C-C-E, um, they're usually the best of the best. And that was what Roman was. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, we don't know all the details in clarity at the moment, so I'm not going to speak to it. But recce elements can have can get engaged decisively because of certain reasons, and they can, you know, decide to stick it out and fight. And um, usually they're lighter, so they can move quicker. Uh, but this is, uh, there's no, no two no two ways about it Roman died a hero fighting uh, to the last to the last breath um, and now now everyone now is initiated in, in this war um, for those who have an emotional investment which I know there are many uh, people listen to the space to get news people listen to the space to understand what's going on um, and a lot of us some of us have, have had family members who've been killed already and some of us know Ukrainians who have been killed because we've worked with them or whatnot. Um, now, it's a horrible way to get close, but for those in the room, um, you know, I don't know, call someone, let people know. Call your, I always believe calling your elected representatives. Um, you know, a beautiful uh, tree that never got to grow or blossom. Uh, is, the life's been cut short the tree's been cut down um, and, and, the, and the best we can do is, is, is talk about it we can, we can do more uh, vote, for, we'll vote, vote with your feet you know scream from a soapbox whatever you can do um, heroes like Roman died with a, a rifle in his hand and, and Ukraine in his heart but he did it because children are being murdered and genocided by Russia while the world slowly forgets, while the world becomes tired, fatigued with war, while Russia spends hundreds of millions of dollars convincing people in other parts of the world that this is uh, an American uh, gamble and NATO expansionism and Ukraine deserves this and is it really worth it? What about the grain? What about... What about continued war? What about the risk of nuclear weapons? The only way we're going to overcome this is if the whole world gets in line and says enough's enough, Russia. We will not let you destroy the world. We will not let you start with Ukraine. It stops here. So please don't let it disappear from your mind. And if it needs to be Roman's memory, I'm sure he'd appreciate that his memory is used to continue the fight for Ukraine, for her independence, for her people. And um, I'm going to go to uh, I Like Wendy, Adrian, and Louis. Go ahead. Thank you, Yehuza. Um Can you hear me okay? Yes. 
Uh, first of all, thank you for um, your commitment to the space during the last week, um, whilst having known this news. Thank you for having Roman up to speak. He spoke, you gave him the opportunity to speak to many people like me, who gave him questions in half-broken Ukrainian, um, and he took the time to answer all, all of them. Those of us that know death, most people do, we know the silence that accompanies it. So I'm going to heavily paraphrase um, something, which is that it is always correct to mourn those that die, particularly heroes, but we should thank God that they lived. So thank you for the life of Roman. Thank you for giving him the time on this space to reach out to so many people for the cause of Ukraine, for the cause of saving Ukrainians. Thank you. Thank you. Slav Ukraine. Thank you. We're going to go to Adrian and then move in. Thank you, Yahuda. I won't say much because I um, I didn't know Roman. I just knew him from the space and I found him, like everybody else, a brave young man who also could make the war understandable for us and his experience and the experience of Ukrainian soldiers understandable for us. And being looking into this device, into this phone, like sometimes we are so disconnected, we don't, it's like following a, I don't want to use the word show, but we're here in safe places, in a car, on a couch, I'm on a couch now. And then that person you spoke to a few weeks ago or someone who told you something, they're just not here anymore and they're not going to be here anymore. And you and CJ spoke about him being a great warrior. I just want to mention one thing I noticed. I just looked on Facebook and I have uh, a lot of Ukrainian friends. And there are people who don't know each other, but all of them knew Roman. Some of them from protests, some of them from... uh, some of them from uh, uh, his activisms, some of them from work. Many people knew Roman, and he had a huge impact on a lot of people in civilian life. And had he lived, he would have been had a huge impact on his country. So glory to Roman and glory to Ukraine. Thanks. Thanks. Go ahead, movie. Thank you. Um, as a mother, my heart is broken. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Roman's life? Um, does he have parents? Does he have a sister? Does he have children? Does he, was he married? Can you tell us a little bit about him, please? We're gonna, when Walter comes in, he... Uh, He's going to give more of a fam- family update for you. I'm going to wait for him as well. Um, you know, us Ukrainians, we have a song that we sing when somebody passes away. It's called Vichnaya Pamyat. Maybe we could have a minute of silence for him. Yes, we definitely will do that towards the end. And uh, we're just going to get people's comments for now. Thank you so much. Um, 
Um, go ahead. Yeah, I feel that none of my uh, contributions uh, would suffice, but um, I would like to recite two verses of the Holy Quran in English that we usually uh, read during these times. This is chapter 2, verses 155-156. And we will test you with a measure of fear and a measure of hunger and a measure of loss of wealth and lives and crops. But give good tidings to those who patiently endure and persevere. Those who, when afflicted by calamity, say, To God we belong, and to Him we are returning. And in the wise words of uh, Forrest Gump, and that's all I've got to say about that. No worries. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, um, we will get into more of, uh, of Roman's life over the course of the day. Um, I am waiting for Walter. Uh, we were going to do it together um, as a team, but um, it, too many people are finding out about it now. So uh, we wanted to um, we wanted to uh, let it, let it be known now, and we're we're going to talk more about Roman movie, and and uh, we'll observe a moment of silence as well. Um, we're going to take a couple more hands for now. Uh, go ahead, Lee. Yep, thanks, Yehuda. Uh, I just want to use a paragraph from a, a poem that's used in the UK uh, on Remembrance Sunday. Um, they shall not grow old as that we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. Rest in peace, hero. We will remember them. Yeah, thank you. Um, Let's go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, um, yeah. I learned of Roman's death earlier today, and I, I, I see a lot of mourning in in the communities that I'm involved with. And Roman was a, a, a civil activist, and he started his career on uh, on the Maidan Nizalizhnosti uh, as a 15 year old, and he he led an incredible and full life and i know people who knew him personally and worked with him and uh he's this spirit of of ukraine being involved in one's country involved in one's society defending its principles and and sacrificing himself and the last part shouldn't be but it it is what it is and I'm I'm just glad to come in this space and see people honoring him. And I didn't know him and many of us didn't. You know, I, I believe I did hear him once in this space. Uh it's it's staggering and it's staggering the extent to which you can feel a loss upon losses. Um and like 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 you've been saying, we, we just need to call our Congress people and urge them to to do whatever we can to stop Russia and to dispel the narratives because uh, 
this this victory is now Roman's memory too. Slava Ukraini. Slava. Slava. Let's go to uh thank you for that, Richard. Go ahead, Richard. Ricardo? Yeah, I, I... It's so sad, and I guess that I feel privileged that, uh, like many of you, that we were able to have a few words with him and ask a few questions. And uh, uh, it just it brings... Uh, this whole situation so close uh, that these this war is real. Um, I just I, I just wanted to say a few words of um, of remembrance. Time listener, um, I kind of speechless, but uh, I think everything that's said has been said. But I just wanted to give my words of condolence and um, and just pay tribute thanks for that yeah I think we're just gonna it's appropriate time to reflect on Roman and his life uh, we're gonna uh, I'll start the clock and do two minutes of silence for now in honor of Roman someone could put it in the nest please uh, the link to Roman's uh, several obituaries, uh, Axel or anyone, or what you sent in the signal chat. And we'll, uh, we'll do that as 11 past the hour. We'll do it again at 11.11, Eastern Standard Time. Thank you. And two minutes of silence.
Okay. Thank you. Um, when Walter gets up, we're going to go through uh, more of a detailed life of Roman. Um, we can't get too much into the military aspect, as CJ said, at this moment. But we will be glad to answer the questions we can uh, as soon as they're available for release. And um, Axel, over to you. Sure. And I'm trying to get our friend and colleague Machi on. Uh, and we have Raver as well. Raver, you wanted to go first? Oh, I was just going to say that I had made a donation in his memory and Slava Ukraini, and this just breaks my heart. Uh, Ukraine needs to win so this can stop happening. Much appreciated, Reva. Thank you. Mache? Yeah, so we've been talking about it for like, quietly for, for, for a couple of days, and as I understand it, it's confirmed. It's just... Uh, it, it breaks my heart. I feel kind of this space is important because maybe meeting people uh, that are on the front lines, we can have this experience, which is a horrible experience. But I think it's also an educational experience. We basically are, to a small extent, but we do, we, we ex- we're experiencing the thing that most Ukrainians are experiencing now. People that they knew, people that they talked to, people that they knew as young, brilliant, funny, joyful men who had many lives, many, many years of life ahead of them are just gone right now. And not because they got sick or they, you know, uh, had an accident, but because one nation decided to invade another nation and kill its people just for some crazy imperial vision. And, you know, I hate I hate moments like this, but but I think it's so important we we're in this together because transferring this experience from Ukrainians who are experiencing it every day to us, I, I think it's important, and it's not sensationalization or whatever, uh, but it just 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 gives you, I think, refocuses you, uh, and and just, I hate the fact that Roman is gone. I always loved when he was here. He was always so humble and uh, and up to the point, uh, and we loved his updates and everything he did on on the front line. And he was a hero, and he's my personal hero, and I, and I think he he will be a hero for for all of us. Uh, yeah, for all remainder of our lives. Thank you. Thanks for that, Maciej. Axel, uh, maybe you and Maciej or you and Doman can uh, take over sure. from here. No I'm problem. Pop down. Thank you, everyone, okay. for paying attention. Thank you, everyone, for commemorating and honoring the memory of Roman Tushin and um, his remarkable dedication and ultimate sacrifice for, in effect, what ends up being all of us but for what was near and dear to his heart was Ukraine, uh, his country, his land, his people. He um, he walked the walk and he talked the talk. You don't get more of a, a hero uh, than that. And I think uh, he inspired us all, military, non-military, uh, people from all over the world. Uh, he had a huge impact. Um, so over to you, Yuha. Uh, hello, welcome, Lewis. Hope you're feeling well. And 
if you'd like to send me messages, I can pass on eventually to the family or um, to the military. Uh, feel free to do that. We will set up something on our uh, Marine Aid page, I suspect. Um, there are many, many victims and heroes of this genocidal war, uh, but some of them impact us a little more because we knew them. So thank you to everyone for caring. Thank you. Uh, to continue to carry the torch, the light of freedom. Uh, it'll only be extinguished if we allow it to. Just hold that torch high and remember, Roman, in your prayers, your thoughts, whatever you believe in. Thanks so much. Uh, go ahead, Yuha. Yeah, basically, I, I, I'm out of words. Uh, when I heard about it, I was just heartbroken. I still am. It's uh, horrible. And when we think that, okay, this brings us so near, to us, person who with whom we discussed just a few days ago, is now gone. And when we think that every day, when this war goes on, there are 100 to 200 Ukrainians, what an unimaginable amount of sorrow in their relatives and their nearest and people they know, and what kind of loss of life for nothing. For Okay, they die for Ukraine, but the reason why, why they die is basically just some idiots uh, attacking their country. And I, I'm, I'm really devastated. And I, I, if you have any contact to, to these relatives and friends, then, then please, my deepest condolences. And I, he, he's a hero. And that's all I can say. Thanks. All right. Louis. Hey guys, um, uh, I I don't know what to say. I just uh, wanted to wanted to come up, and uh, I'm uh, absolutely lost for words. Um, uh, you just. Um, Slava Ukraini, Slava Roman, and uh, my deep feelings and sentiments uh, towards his family and friends. And uh, yeah, that's it. Slava Ukraini. Slava. Heroim Slava. Slava Nazi. Alrighty, Dolan, I will cycle you up as Yura is uh, leaving us, and uh, then we'll continue the conversation with our fellow friends and contributors. Alrighty, and if anyone else has something to contribute at this point in time, please feel free to come up. <clears throat> Our friend George Cochran is joining us and Petter. George. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, 
Walter Report family, uh, thank you all for um, this space and for everyone sharing their thoughts. Um, I, I I don't have any words except awe and gratitude um, and strength for everyone that knew him and um, everyone's lives who he touched and um, you know because of the space because of the mission of Mira Aid and of connecting like-minded, freedom-loving people in a space to fight and celebrate victories and defeats. Uh, this Roman's life will forever be etched in my mind with everyone who is here with this moment in time. And I know I will never forget his contribution, and I'm grateful to everyone who made his life available to me through this space. Thank you. Thanks, George. Hetta. Uh, there is a quote uh, that is, uh, they killed the best of us. And it's a quote from a survivor of uh, Nazi Germany, who himself was a partisan and fought uh, at a very young age, uh, the aggressors at that time. And uh, what he said, I feel uh, very strongly right now. He said, you know, at that moment, you don't think. If you think, you wouldn't do it because human feelings wouldn't let you. But also revenge, revenge, revenge. I can't forgive the people who killed innocent babies, innocent women, innocent people. They killed the best of us. And that is... In some ways, in not in every way, but in some ways, that's the worst crime of all, because the best of us are those who are meant to bring humanity to a better place. And if you kill them, then what have we left? The memory of the heroes, the tales of their deeds and their sacrifice transcend time. That's what we have from them and that they fought for every inch of Ukrainian territory and freed it. Thank you, Axel. Um, I'll just get a few more people up. Anybody who wants to come up, just uh, request the mic by clicking the request button in the bottom left corner of your screen. And um, raise your hand, just like Anon UK just did right now. Uh, Anon, go ahead. Hey, good morning, everybody. Um, really sad to hear this news. Um, you know, I, people have, have said a lot about it, and I can't really dovetail too much on that. But, you know, this is the horror of, of war. Um, but I did want to share an anecdote, a story that I heard a very long time ago um, from a Holocaust survivor about hope and survival. And she had been to Auschwitz and she was taken there when she was, I think, 14 years old with her sister and her family. And unfortunately, her parents did not survive, but her and her sister did. And, um, you know, she's being interviewed and in the interview, the, the host asked, you know, how did you do it? How did you survive? And what she said was, 
you know, everyone had to do things that they didn't necessarily want to do in order to survive. But the biggest difference was hope. And that if people gave up hope, they didn't survive. There was no chance. And she, um, she and her sisters were placed, her sister, I believe, were placed multiple times um, into the line towards the gas chambers. And what she would do, she would find her sister, stand next to her, wait for the guards to not be paying attention, and then dash into the labor line. And she did this multiple times um, over her stay at Auschwitz. Um, and it is, it is absolutely a miracle that she survived. Um, you know, but the only reason she did it was because she didn't give up. She did not give up hope. Um, and she saw the people that did and how they just, they knew what was at the end of that line. And they just couldn't, they couldn't do what she did. They, they, they had nothing left. Um, and so I just want to, you know, remind everyone when we hear horrible, tragic news or, things you know about the reality of war and how horrible it is um people have been through this before we we will get through this and we're all in this together and don't don't give up hope that's all i'll say thank you Anon. um we'll go to steph and then to maggie um and then to Uliana, Steph, go ahead. Thank you, Doman. Um, devastated to hear about Roman. He was a beautiful human and a brave soul, and we will always remember him. And I want to thank you for bringing us that connection, letting him tell his story, and letting us know what we've lost. Um, you know, natives understand genocide. We we get it. And we understand what he was fighting for. And it just makes my will that much stronger to fight for Ukraine, to talk to our representatives, to keep the attention up, and to keep on going for all Ukrainians and for Romans specifically. And my heart goes out to each and every one of you today. I hope you find some comfort and peace and please let his family know that we send all of our love and our care uh, to them and to each and every one of you today. Thank you. We will honor him. Thank you, Steph. Um, Maggie. Yes, um, hi. Um, I wrote this poem many years ago, but it, uh, I want to read it in honor of Roman and all the other military professionals that have passed away in all wars. The wind can go anywhere, past shores to places where the heart rests, knowing why it cries for those lost to war. Sleepy tales send us to sleep, awake us to travel far away to a land rich and deep with hues in growing dimensions. Oh, dream us to a place we once knew or never have known, but in our sleep, bound by the reflection of glory. So 
they do not die in vain and God bless